Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good Risings. I'm Brian, and this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday, and welcome back. Jackie is taking the month of June to focus on quality time with her new baby boy, so I'm flying solo for a bit. Thank you for hanging with me in the meantime. Last week, we talked being equal. We're continuing down that same stream of thought this week and exploring what it is to be open. We're getting it started today by making a case for openness. We've spoken at length recently about confirmation bias. It's that system of automatic judgment that's unfolding in our subconscious. It's taking in everything around us and filling in the blanks with our lifetime's worth of experiences. It's often responsible for prejudices, a hypercritical or negative mindset, and it can lead to indefinite stagnation where we perceive everything exactly the way we first learned it regardless of relevant conflicting evidence. In the five-factor model for human personality, openness is one of the five broad dimensions that make up human personality, in addition to conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism, all of which exist on a scale. Some of the traits associated with high levels of openness include being very creative, open to trying new things, focused on tackling new challenges, and being happy to think about abstract concepts, whereas someone with low levels of openness will likely dislike change. They won't enjoy new things, they'll resist new ideas, and they'll generally lack or avoid imagination. They'll also dislike abstract or theoretical concepts. Put simply, people have varying levels of comfort when dealing with uncertainty. By rejecting alternative ideas that might challenge the status quo, people are able to minimize uncertainty and risk, or at least their perception of risk. These people would likely argue that the less impact the outside world has on their life, the better. That said, risk aversion should not be confused with a need for structure. A structure-oriented person can also be extremely open-minded. The difference here is whether or not we can take in new information and allow it to influence our lives in big or small ways moving forward. As always in life, mentally, physically, and spiritually, stagnation is the enemy. Closed-mindedness is often directly related to judgmental thinking, prejudice, and bigotry, and often correlated with a generally pessimistic outlook. That's to say, closed-mindedness often leaves us painting the world in a negative light. Again, openness exists on a scale, and sometimes it varies from one topic to the next. So someone might be highly open to spontaneity and adventure, but completely opposed to considering competing political ideals. The worst cases, of course, are those where openness is lacking on all fronts. On a personal note, I often think about the future me. If I'm lucky enough to reach my 70s, my 80s, who I'd like to be. I have examples of people that age who were incredibly stagnant and set in their ways. And I have examples of people that age 
who are completely free-spirited and adventurous. In my opinion, life feels more fulfilling when we're available to new ideas, new adventures, and new lessons. When we approach the world at large with a curious mind, rather than one that's already decided how we feel about everything. We can see other people as enemies, or intrusions, or threats to our everyday norm. Or we can look at other people as sources of information, an experience that we've never had. We can see the risk, or we can see the opportunity. Both are likely true. That's the trick of perception. But in which of these states of mind are we most likely to achieve personal growth? What might they know? What might they have seen? What might they have done that could change our lives and our outlooks for the better? Today's conversation is simply to suggest that we give openness a try as often as we're able, before deciding we already have the answer. Not always, not every time, but as a general rule, we get the full story before we allow ourselves to fill in the blanks. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at GoodRisings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. We'll be back again tomorrow for day two of our week on being open. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.